Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. Thank you for joining my show today. This is Benjamin. In today's episode, we're talking about the historic landmark, the Hemingway Home, located in Key West, Florida. I would encourage you to look it up. That's HemingwayHome.com. Again, that's HemingwayHome.com as we explore the history of this famous novelist, Ernest Hemingway. As a visitor, what are we to expect on the guided tour? My guests will be sharing some information on that. We speak of his literary legacy, the significance of preserving this iconic home, and his struggles that precipitated his early demise. My guest is the Director of Public Relations, and without further ado, let's invite her to our show, Alexa Morgan. You know, when we speak in terms of uh, of Ernest Hemingway, he was uh, quite an author, Nobel Prize winner, left quite a a legacy, and uh, and apparently his legacy is alive and well in Key West, Florida. So I'm glad to have you on the show today, Alexa, and uh, so tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, and your efforts of your organization to preserve this historic landmark known as the Hemingway Home, if you would, please. All right. Well, first off, thanks for having me. My name is Alexa Morgan, mm-hmm. and I am one of the directors here at the Hemingway Home Museum in Key West. Mm-hmm. Um, Ernest, only living here for about 10 years or so on property, and in, within the city um, has left a huge impact. And we want to keep that uh, history alive, the literature alive. So uh, we have a full dedicated staff to keep making sure the home and the gardens are all uh, well kept, along with many of the uh, six-toed cats that we have here that also oh, yeah. have a full staff. Oh, boy. <laughs> Say six toe. That's that's a what do you call it? A, a, a polydactyl. Polydactyl. Right? Yep. polydactyl. Yep. My gosh. Okay. Before uh, we get into uh, discussing the home and um, who was this uh, this man, uh, Ernest Hemingway? If you can touch on that and help us to appreciate okay. his history. Yeah. Of course, uh, Ernest Hemingway is an American author, and throughout his life. Uh, pretty much was inspired to write by how he lived. So a lot of his books are adventure-based, you know, war, bullfighting, fishing, and it's all things that he has participated throughout his life. Oh he, he led a very adventurous, uh, full steam ahead kind of lifestyle. And he uh, portrayed that in his stories. And so we like to, um, you know, highlight all his best parts here, especially when he was writing. The bulk of his writing was actually done in the nine years here in his writing studio. A lot of his short stories, poems, and uh, completed works such as uh, The Hills of Africa, The Snows of Kilimanjaro, To Have and To Have Not, all of those. My goodness. 
He also had some military experience. Am I correct on that? Correct. Yes. When he was 18, he was mm. actually not fit to uh, get draft or to enlist. Mm. So he volunteered. And when he was delivering candies and cigarettes to the front line, uh, there were some explosions and he did uh, get some scrapnel and had to be in the hospital in Italy for quite a few months. And so during that recovery time, he fell in love, um, then came back to the States, got his heart broken and began, you know, his, uh, his, uh, ad, you know, started going down the path of writing mm -hmm. and to a farewell to arms has that kind of story in it. Oh yeah. I, I can see that. So yeah, I, I can see where he, a lot of his personal experiences gave him plenty of food for thought to put it, reduce it to writing, you know. So that was, uh, apparently that's what he did, uh, a lot of it. He did. You, you indicated he uh, lived in this home in Key West for about nine years. What years were those, uh, Alexa? It was, it, it was in the 30s. So in the 30s, they, okay. him and his, Ernest and his second wife, Pauline, mm -hmm. uh, came to Key West in 1928 to pick up a car it got delayed and as he was riding in this apartment over on simonton street yeah. he um started falling in love with the island of course it's easy to love mm -hmm. um and pauline and him stumbled across this house here on whitehead that had been abandoned for quite some time and uh, started an extensive renovation on it Mm -hmm. and turned the um the back part of the house which was like um the carriage house mm -hmm. into upstairs into his writing studio and had a catwalk actually from his master bedroom to the writing studio so in the morning he would wake up walk over and uh would spend his whole morning writing and then after he got so many words or, you know, so much of his goal completed, then he would go off and do fishing, exploring, yeah. drinking with friends. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, sounds like he really enjoyed. Uh, what, what is the address there, incidentally? It is uh, 907 Whitehead Street. Okay. All right. So, so let's say um, I come to visit, uh, Alexa. Why? What am I to expect as a visitor? And if you would be so kind, uh, give me a, a cursory tour, if you would. Okay. So, as a guest comes up to 907 Whitehead Street, the museum, uh, yeah. there is a ticket booth right there at the front. Mm -hmm. They would pay their admission, and then as they make their way to the front of the home. Uh, they can sign up for a guided tour or scan a QR code, do a self-guided. Um, the QR code gives them pretty much a rundown of each room of within inside the house and then a little bit information of the gardens. We also have uh, many storyboards throughout the property to highlight different moments in Ernest Hemingway's life, the property. Uh, mm -hmm. different people that, you know, were inspirational to him or, you know, meant sure. something to him. Oh, yeah. um, the guided tour takes you through the main house, starting with the living room, 
going upstairs where his kids room his bedroom around the balcony um and then it finishes over by the pool with the famous penny story <laughs> yes but, but by the way give us the the website so our listenership can uh, uh, get an idea of our discussion here and what it uh, what we're looking at um what is the website yeah it's uh hemingwayhome.com okay very good so uh, what can you tell us about the uh, the experience there with the pool i think it was his wife right that uh, decided yeah, to install I- a pool mm-hmm Yep. Uh, she always wanted a pool. He had a boxing ring, actually, um, okay. in that location of the yard. And when he was leaving to uh, do some journalism for about 12 months, he was expected to be gone for. Pauline found out he wasn't going alone. He was going with Martha Gellhorn. Okay. Well. So she took it as... Um, she took it as her opportunity to put in her pool and get rid of his boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. And he came home early. And when he came home early, uh, they had just filled up the pool. They had just completed all of it. Some cement and the pavers around the pool were still a little wet. They hadn't completely dried. Mm-hmm. And seeing this, the massive size of this pool uh, enraged him. He was you know, aggravated. And she was like, well, how's Martha doing? You know, as a wife would be. Yeah, was, and she just yeah. stayed calm. And he yeah. was like, if you're going to spend all my money, you might as well have my last red cent. And he went in his pocket, pulled yes. out a penny, tossed it towards her. And exactly. as she got out of the pool, she just pushed it right into the wet cement. So she <laughs> could like, you know, laugh about it with all her friends at her next party. Sure. My gosh. Well, it sounds like uh, had an interesting, uh, interesting life there. Uh, what can you tell us about the house as far as the uh, the architecture and 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 so forth, um, Alexa? Well, okay, so Asa Tiff, who is a, mm-hmm. they actually have the shipwreck museum with him, uh, built this home, and it's actually one of the second highest points on the island. Okay. Uh, which isn't saying much because we're pretty much equal to or under sea level, but that's okay. But he dug out the coral rock, which is about like 18 inch thick stones Mm. that he dug out to build this home, uh, leaving, which we actually have, and it's still functioning today, a basement. Mm. And there's not really many around here, but he built this a sturdy, very strong home that has lasted quite a few hurricanes in its lifetime. Imagine, yeah, interesting. What's the uh, the size of the home? You have an idea how, how uh, the size of the uh, the home? Is? I don't, I don't know the square footage. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <clears throat> and uh, another question I, I was thinking about is, um, how did he come to own the home? Incidentally. The Asa Tiff building it or Ernest? Uh, Ernest, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ernest. So uh, when Asa Tiff passed, he didn't have any heirs to leave it to. So it actually stood vacant for about 40 years. Oh, my. Okay. And so when Pauline and Ernest 
came across it while staying here in town. They um, looked it up and I think they just had to pay like the the tax bill, like the back owed taxes and bought it from the city. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, that does happen. You know? Yeah. Pay so her uncle Gus yeah. helped them purchase mm-hmm. that. We are virtually in Key West, Florida, with the Director of Public Relations, and she helps us to appreciate the residents belonging to this Nobel Prize winner, Ernest Hemingway. Let's get back with her, Alexa Morgan. Very good. So what does a a guided tour include? Uh, uh, I know you you said um, it's a 30-minute, did you say a 30-minute tour? Yeah, it's about a 30-minute guided tour. It goes through the the main entrance, the main home itself. Then it goes uh, throughout the garden area. Hmm. It talks about, it points out different things in the garden, talks about the cats, and then it concludes concludes back by the pool. They just give a little bit more insight, little stories of the time of when Ernest, we try to focus mainly on when he was here. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a lot of probably more information that would go surpass 30 minutes, but we try to condense it down the best we can. I imagine the weather's pretty nice. Uh, would you say uh, you got, you, you experienced good weather. I'm in California, so I've never been to Key West. Well, what's the weather like there? I'm just uh, it's very humid. Oh uh, yeah. Tropical, I guess. Right. That would be tropical. Yeah, it's very tropical. So yeah. it's either sunny or you have little afternoon showers. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, sounds good. <clears throat> sounds good to me. So, so would you speak uh, to the uh, the Key West uh, Lighthouse and uh, the museum there, uh, Alexa? The uh, the uh, what is it? The uh, Keep Recorders uh, Museum. Yeah. Okay. So that's across the, oh, oh, yeah, no problem. So the Lighthouse and the Lighthouse Keeper's Quarters Museum is directly across the street from us. Ah, okay. Um, I mean, you know, back back when Hemingway lived here, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much where the land ended and the water was right there. Things have been built in since then, but he used to he, him and his friends would laugh he knew how to get home because the lighthouse light would shine right across i guess so yeah so that was uh in many ways uh yeah some direction there for him yeah but um, um it's not it's not still a functioning lighthouse right now but you can still climb up to the top mm-hmm. and then you can go through the quarters of like how they lived and they have it all sectioned there um, Alexa, uh, respectfully, w- would you speak to his uh, struggles that, that, that you know that uh, precipitated his his demise? Because you know? he wasn't an old man. I mean, he was he sixty one no, years he, old? Yeah, he yeah. was very young for passing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Could, could um, you, touch you on know that? The, yeah, sure. So there, you know, there's a lot of speculation now. Mm-hmm. Um, they think maybe the obviously depression had a hand in things um now we know more about mental health but also he suffered quite 
a number of concussions in his younger years. You know, he got in a plane accident, was rescued to get into another plane to have another accident. And like, it was a lot of, you know, head trauma, body trauma on top of all that. Uh, Many times he would, you know, he was very accident prone. So he had a lot of head injuries. Back then, you know, it was, oh, just drink and you'll you'll get rid of certain headaches or, you know, this ailment or that ailment. So I think all those contributed to his, um, you know, writer's block, mental issues. Then uh, when he was married to his fourth wife, Mary, um, they went to the Mayo Clinic and they actually did uh, shock therapy on him. Is that right? I didn't know that. And um, I think that's when he was, he, he had made comments, I guess, in the at that time, like he couldn't really get his thoughts from his head through his hand to go on paper. Mm. So, you know, he yeah. couldn't, his writer's block was so severe. It was just, exactly. it was too much yeah. for him to deal with. Yeah. Motor skills were definitely affected then, apparently. Yeah. I know yeah, he, he, they didn't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. He died in uh, Idaho, I believe, right? It was in Idaho? Yes. Yeah, in Ketchum. Ketchum. In fact, uh, if I remember correctly, that's where he was born, somewhere in Idaho. I'm not sure if it's the same town or not, but it's kind of interesting that he goes back but home. He was born in, in Illinois. Oh, it was Illinois. Okay. Okay. I got that turned around. Okay, Illinois. Well, that's interesting uh, because, I mean, he left quite a legacy and uh, some, some good literary works, you know, that uh, very inspiring. Uh, they have been for me. And uh, what yeah, are some absolutely. other things that uh, some of the things that visitors can enjoy there while visiting the Hemingway home? Alexa? Like on yeah. property or just the island itself? Just, uh, yeah, nearby there to give a overall um, look and what can be done, what can you enjoy there? as well okay so, yeah yeah you know they, we have this southernmost point yeah that everyone loves it's a big giant buoy on the mm. corner of south and whitehead so it's just a few blocks from us um from that point out is 90 miles to cuba so you know uh we're at the <laughs> southernmost point of the united states i guess so my goodness okay and then on the other direction of us if you're walking towards like front street or you're trying to go check out sloppy joe's Mm -hmm. there is a a mile zero marker Mm. to really show how far down you are on the highway there you go okay um let's see there's like the butterfly conservatory so you can really walk through this ecosystem of butterflies flamingos little birds that's wonderful yeah you mentioned uh, Sloppy Joe's. There's some history there. I understand with uh, Hemingway visiting. Uh, yeah, I understand absolutely. he was quite a quite a regular patron to that place. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And actually, the original Sloppy Joe's is called Captain Tony's right now on Green oh. Street. So, uh huh. My goodness, <clears throat> I believe it used to be a, a speakeasy, right? Back in the 30s, uh, originally, I believe. Yep. And uh, so he really enjoyed that. Uh, uh, Ernest, I'm sure. <laughs> and you have, uh, what else do you have? Uh, the um, uh, Mallory Mallory Square. 
Mallory Square, yep. Um, yeah. A lot of uh, Key West guests like to go down there, watch Sunset. They have street performers and different okay. vendors. Well, you can make a whole so day out of all... that, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, yeah, there's a lot to see and do, so. Sounds like it. Alexa, you know, I'm out of uh, California, and I was to come and visit. What would be the best route for me? Uh, come in into Orlando, my where do I go to get to? Uh, I would say fly into Fort Lauderdale or the Miami airport Miami, and rent okay. a car. Um, you know, obviously the South Florida traffic's a little hectic, but once you yeah. get onto the 18 mile stretch and drive through the Keys, it's a beautiful uh, drive down with all the bridges and you see the ocean. Mm -hmm. All that makes it very nice. Oh boy. Well, that sounds interesting because I would like to come and visit sometime soon sooner than, than later uh, right yeah time is of the essence these days <laughs> i'll say um would you uh, speak to the significance uh, alexa of uh, preserving uh, history uh, for uh, future generations uh, in terms of the hemingway home here well, what can you tell us about that you know the, the house is almost 200 years old oh boy um, so that. it is a very much like making sure that, you know, not only does it look nice and mm -hmm. everything's up to date on painting, but keeping up with the historical part of it. Yeah. But it's also very much, you know, we want to make sure it's still safe for everyone. Yeah. We have mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, we have quite a few visitors a day and we want to make sure that, you know, nothing is getting too worn out. Mm -hmm. or slippery or falling or broken mm -hmm. so and we are open 365 days a year so it does kind of make it a little bit of a challenge when we do have certain repairs but we do have wonderful guests that are very understanding that we are trying to preserve it so they're uh, very understanding when we have to close off a section and have to work through it there you go yeah so uh, from my perspective, I, I think uh, the importance of uh, preserving this, this uh, landmark, uh, uh, it serves as a, an inspiration, I think. Uh, oh, know, for absolutely. Those, yeah, for those that aspire to be writers, you know, and, uh, and they can see and feel and touch where uh, here, you know, was one man that lived and, and he put everything, he had plenty of fodder to put on because of his experiences, you know, uh, to work with. So I, I think it is inspirational. What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I 100% agree with you. It's very inspirational. We hmm. actually even do a writing experience where uh, okay. one to two guests can rent out the writing studio oh. for an evening and just actually sit in the space because when you visit during the day, there is a barricade, like it's closed off. So you can see the studio, but you can't like step into it. I see. Okay. You okay. know, so we do get to open that up in the evening for guests for their private experience. Mm -hmm. And we have nothing but uh, positive feedback. They got to write so much. They got so much accomplished. They really <laughs> felt like the magic in there. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. <clears throat> How can uh, my audience reach out to uh, to schedule a visit with you there, Alexa, in Key West, Florida? 
So it is, um, we don't do reservations because everyone's oh, okay. on island time. Oh, so it's just first okay. come, first serve whenever you're ready to visit. Yeah. We are open every day, nine to five. Mm-hmm. And All our right. guided tours go every 20 minutes. Okay. And did I hear correctly? You also, you can have a self-guided, you can. Uh, yeah, so you want. can do self-guided and enjoy yeah. the property at your leisure. That's nice too. Yeah. Yeah, there's no time limit. When once you're inside that gate, there's no time limit, so you won't get kicked out or asked to leave until that gate closes. And even okay. then, we don't clear the property till five thirty. Mm. So okay, well, that sounds uh, very very interesting and uh, exciting to to do. Um, I would encourage my audience to take advantage of that and reach out to you, Alexa. Is what I want to do and. Uh, so I, I want to thank you for being on your lot and parcel today with me. I enjoyed your company, and I thank think what you. you're doing is me. yeah, and, and I think what you're doing is admirable. And and I want you to uh, keep up the good work, Alexa. Thank you. Okay. For your listeners, if you have a suggestion or a recommendation of a subject matter you want to discuss, please let me know at yourlotandparcel.com. And now if you would excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtown. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com.